0: Mango Mustache Media
1: Body. Welcome to Chicano Chingon, presented and hosted by Hasina Las Flores. We are here live at the First Avenue location in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. The show is also produced and distributed by Mango Mustache Media. Uh, shout out to our producer Alex Schulte in the back, who is going through it.
2: He's <laughs> he's in timeout in the corner over there.
1: He's in timeout.
2: Love you, Alex.
1: We are hey some- guys, I'm here too. Yay! Yay! You got a microphone. Happy to have everybody here. What an amazing turnout. Thanks for coming, guys.
2: Our first live show here at First Avenue location. I'm very excited.
1: Right Many more to come. If this goes well, let's let's hope it does.
2: Oh, it'll be great.
1: Yeah. And to get... Oh, wait. I'd introduce myself. I'm Marie. It's my brother, True, the other host. Probably and, your favorite. Uh, favorite's a strong word. <laughs> and we can get right into it. Our first topic is tequila
2: tequila the reason we're all here right
1: tequila that's what brings people together and that's why we are talking about it today tequila is actually pretty fascinating and not a lot of people it's a, it's know about. it's really
2: really old it's a, it's it's so foundational for a lot of the um, cultural things happening in mexico i mean it originated with aztec empire story goes lightning struck some agave plants smelled good they wanted to recreate that and we got tequila. Then in the 30s, somebody we don't know who made some awesome margaritas, which we're having a deal for. We got jumbo oh. mango margaritas for seven dollars. These so are the
1: mango mustache margaritas. Mango mustache margaritas. Jumbo mango mark for seven bucks. I'm gonna join this us if you can.
2: Stash off now.
1: But yeah, tequila comes from the blue agave plant. Um, I think that is yeah, the only type of agave plant. Um, and it is primarily, I think it's throughout Mexico in different regions, but primarily in the state of Jalisco, surrounded the city of Tequila. The city of Tequila. Yeah, there's uh, volcanic soils, actually, which is really, really good for the agave plant. It grows really well there. But basically what they do is they take, if you want to call it the heart, of the plant, they also call it the pina, which may, means pineapple. But we won't get into why we're calling it that. Too much explanation, and I don't know the answer. Um, so yeah, they cut it up, cut it out of the plant, slow bake it for like a beat, I believe two to three days, and then they shred it, crush it up, make it into some juice, and that's where you get into the fermenting, the distillation. And, and all I believe that.
2: the the juice it's like a it's like a white, um, like. Kind of syrupy thing. Yeah. they call it uh, pulque. 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 Um, and actually, they have a. The Aztecs have a god of fertility. That's also the god of pulque. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's interesting. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff here.
1: I like that. Just about all mythology has a god of they all alcohol, have that of one
2: sorts. of alcohol. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. Aztecs actually have like three. There's like one of alcohol, one of specific like pulque. And then there's the one of just being drunk. I, they might be actually one of the same. Ah. But there's a, there's a lot there with alcohol. It, it's closely tied to the mythology. It's
1: not helping the stereotypes, is it? Uh,
2: there's also a god. This is off topic, really off topic. There's a god with, uh, they call it the god of 400 breasts. And the 400 breasts have porque. Breasts? Breast.
1: As in boobs.
2: Yes. That's the name of the god. <laughs> Gotcha. a title of the God. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. That really threw me off. Burke
2: Is very important to the, to the mythology here. I'm just trying to highlight that. With, I
1: didn't know all that, but that's yeah. pretty cool. I, I only know about making the tequila and drinking it, but, um, <laughs> yeah. So there's three types. Uh, tequila is typically aged, but there's one type of tequila that is not aged and that would be Blanco. Or if you want to call it silver, silver tequila. Uh, Right after distillation, it's just uh, served like that. No aging. I hate it. I hate Blanco. I hate it so much. Um, And then there it goes to Repasado. Repasado is aged. And obviously... Isn't that
2: between the six to eight-month period aging or something? um,
1: From what I've read, it's really just like at least two months. And I feel like obviously with any brand, whatever, it's just different. It... It varies, but I know that Añejo, that's the oldest one. That one's aged for at least a year. Okay. Yeah, so Repasado, a few months or so, could be... uh, It ranges from like a few months to a year. Um, Añejo, aged for over a year, sometimes a few years.
2: And I know that the finer tequilas, they're not the ones you just take down like a shot. You're supposed to like sip it and have a, a lime with it or something.
1: Well, traditionally, and... This is what uh, dad actually told me, that uh, originally tequila was meant to be sipped. It wasn't supposed to be, like, a shot type of thing. It was supposed to be, like, sipped Mm. and enjoyed. Um, It wasn't until, uh, I guess, the popularity of, like, the uh, not-aged tequila, like, the Blanco and Plata.
2: Yeah. That
1: shit sucks. That shit burns. (laughs) So... That's so when we got to the shot thing, and that's when, like, the salt and lime was kind of introduced to go with it, make it a little easier, and it, and it tastes really nice. It suits it. So, but, It's yeah. all
2: right. I personally like my tequila and margaritas, but it, I'll, oh, yeah. I'll take it out of the way, you know. You got to have your medicine. I,
1: hey, that works, that works. I like, uh, I think my favorite is Repasado, but I don't think I've tried, I don't remember if I've tried on Yejo or not. Oh, I have? Okay, apparently I have. Well, today uh,
0: you're gonna.
1: Today I'm gonna. We are going to... We're going to take a shot of tequila. I
2: actually We are don't... going to, and if you want to join us... Is it is it time to summon the shots? I believe uh, so. Sounds like it. I
0: believe it is shot time. Okay, so this is kind of a fun thing. Uh, uh, there's, it takes maybe a second to get out here. We're going to bring around a tray of shots uh, for anybody that wants to participate. But, of course, you have to participate as a part of...
1: It's required. If you're able to. Not get
0: that Get her way. done. Which one are we doing first, my friends?
1: We can start with Blanco.
0: Blanco? Blanco. Okay, can you tell me more about Blanco uh, tequila while we get those out for everybody? Blanco feels it the most
2: similar to vodka. <laughs> that, that's what it reminds me of, and I don't drink vodka like that, it's, so. It's
1: the lack of aging, I think. I, honestly, I'll be totally honest, I just hate it so much, I didn't look that much into it. So, I will say though, uh, Fun fact, you're required to distill it twice.
2: For Say blanco. that again? Distill it? Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can also call it blanco, silver, plata. Other names Tequila. for it. I forgot Sad.
0: about that. Yeah. Totally forgot about
1: that. <laughs> I was like, why does this sound familiar?
2: I had it ready.
0: They're pouring, they're pouring the shots right now. They're oh, pouring right. the shots. Shot we right. are at a at a busy
2: restaurant on a Saturday. And we have San Fran leaving, love you bro. Happy you leave before the tequila cuz it's not for you, man.
1: <laughs> now that all the minors are gone, everybody's required to take a shot.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> now you gotta.
2: Everyone's required. If and I have to. to do
1: it, you have to do it.
2: No, look, just I kidding. mean, I'm, I'm here hanging out. I got a mark. I'll have a tequila to throw in there, you know, a little, little shot.
1: mango mustache mark, quite lovely.
2: Mine has a mustache on it now. It got a little too painful on my lip, and I couldn't smile. So. I didn't even
1: notice you take that off. It I stuck to the glass, it.
2: though, stuck to the glass.
1: I didn't think it was going to work because of the condensation, but hey, that does work just nice.
2: Do you guys That'd have any favorite tequila stories? No, Maria's.
1: Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I do. More than me. Okay. Gosh. Okay. I think... Just call me, call me out like that. I think the first time I ever... This probably wasn't the first time I had tequila, but the first time I got drunk off tequila was... It was actually Coralejo tequila. And it was like... I believe it was... That was Añejo? And it it was a sweet tequila. It was with my mom, actually, that I drank this. I had... I don't know how many shots. I don't remember. People just kept filling my glass. And um, I also had a big old bowl of pozole, it's a tra- traditional Mexican soup, if you don't know. And <laughs> I had a very long night. Um, I
2: That I had to walk in on and help her out.
1: <laughs> I, if in, in my room, I used to live in a room with a loft bed. And so after I walked up my stairs walked up the stairs on all four
2: we're uh, not going to get into the details here but we walked in on a crime scene is what it felt like it it, it, it. it
1: it was that i had to climb up the stairs and then i had to pull myself up that ladder into that loft bed and i just remember thinking all right it's time and then i just leaned over the bed and i think you can imagine what happened but we're Horror. in a restaurant Horror so i will not on yes it was very loud it was very violent um, I was in a lot of pain and I just remembered two of my brothers coming in and looking at me in horror so that is a very memorable tequila story of mine is one of the most significant ones for obvious reasons um,
2: I mean and those are those are the foundational ones you know you're having having nice drinks with the fam you know Pasole Pasole is always amazing it's
1: just I For don't me, know about tequila and pasole It's the together. mixture of the sugar. Cause I had like I don't know how many shots of tequila. I had like two bowls of pasole. I had Mike's hard lemonades. All the sugar. Oh, it didn't yeah. help. Oh hey, tequila. Hey, tequila. Yay. Tequila time. Tequila. So that's the order. Okay. Oh okay. Awesome.
2: So number you're picking first. Oh, we're doing blanco first, right?
1: Blanco. Yes. Oh gosh. Oh hey, and I have a lime. I'm gonna oh, need it. I got it. my lime in the
2: thing. Well, I'll, I'll, that's not the, I'll take my margarita as a chaser. Don't worry. There we go. Yeah, Or not a chaser, but it has a lime in it, right? Same thing.
1: And I will give it a second. Anybody oh, else? Lines. Oh, hey, hey no, he's got limes. Yay! Yay. Thank you, sir. Yeah. I'll, yeah, you fine. saved my day. Thank you, Abner.
2: Thank you.
1: Guys. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Yeah. thank you, sir. But before we take
1: the shot, is anybody else taking a shot? With us,
2: <laughs>
1: damn. So nobody's taking a shot for the Blanco. We'll rip the
2: bandit off for everybody. No one else needs to get Blanco. Get the nice for things That's out there, fair. You know? We
1: didn't hype it up very well with the Blanco. Yeah. No. <laughs> Where do I go? Your lime? No, my shot. It's
2: right there. Don't knock oh. it down. Yeah. I knew that. There we go.
1: Anyways. Salud.
2: Salud, bro. Oh, love it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice way to loosen you up for the the rest of the show, right?
1: I'm going through it.
2: (laughs) And wash it down with a nice jumbo mango marg. Mango mustache.
1: Things are going to get very interesting by the end of this episode.
2: That was one of three shots. One of three. So...
1: Two more to go, but you know what? I will enjoy the other two. That was the worst of it. Got up got that out of the way, and that's that's all that matters.
2: That's a walk in the park.
1: Yeah. So now it is time for one of our favorite segments. The word of the day.
2: Of the day or the night now?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Night. One of the words of the night.
2: Alright, Dora, take it away.
1: Dora. Anyways, today's word is Chicano. I was going to do the door a bit, but you know what? It's... <laughs> I don't feel as comfortable doing it in front of all these people in person. I'll leave that to our, our recorded episode.
2: I'll do the door a bit. Nah, no, I might wish to. I, I got so the voice Chicano.
1: Chicano. So the word Chicano, I'm not doing the door a bit. The word Chicano <laughs> is typically used to describe Mexican-Americans. Uh, the term was kind of coined... Um, well, just a brief summary. The word means either Mexican Americans. Some people, uh, some people like to argue about whether that's exclusive to Mexicans born in a, in the U.S. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate it. Now you can see the lovely mangoes. Uh, people born in the U.S. or even if they weren't born in the U.S., they just grew up, live here, reside here. I just like to say, uh, people living, residing in the U.S. with Mexican heritage. Um, the word actually kind of became popular during the civil rights era.
2: but With speci- Cesar Chavez and...
1: Specifically hmm. to the Mexican-American uh, movement, which kind of branched between like the 40s to the 70s. It took off during the oh, okay. 60s, during uh, the majority of the civil rights movement. But it had been... The struggle sort of had been going on for like a long time, and that goes to like... You know, people working in the fields getting rights and the education system economically just all around wasn't wasn't really popping off for Mexicans and Mexican-Americans. Wasn't the best vibe. So, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not the best vibe, yeah. Not, Not to, to downplay that's way to it, but it, yeah. quite
1: awful. Um, but, yeah, there was a few movements going on, uh, you know, led by, like, few people, uh, you know, like Rodolfo Gonzalez, Cesar Chavez, Dolores Huerta, Sal Castro. And um, it's interesting. It was a lot of people just like, you know, like I said, working in the fields. Cesar Chavez kind of led that, uh, Mm -hmm. getting them more rights. Yeah, and a lot of of students also, because during the time, especially during, uh, especially in California, a lot of students, uh, Mexican students, weren't getting the same opportunities. And I mean, this is pretty obvious, especially during this time. You don't really expect that for minority students. Yeah. Not in the 60s. But a lot of uh Mexican students were not allowed to speak Spanish in school uh which is you know particularly messed up considering a lot of uh these students had just come from mexico there's the Mexican population was huge, so obviously there's gonna be students who don't speak English weren't allowed to speak spanish um you know, kind of got picked on by teachers for their names uh, and didn't get the best uh, educational like resources in their schools, not the yeah. schools that were referred to as the Mexican schools so a lot of a lot of students got involved in that, and that was what was um kind of led by uh Sal Castro. Uh, students walking out, uh, protesting, whatever.
2: And correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean the time frame you're talking about—it's kind of the same as the Vietnam War time.
1: Uh, this did take off like around 1967, 1968. The student-led protests.
2: Okay, well there American was a lot. American I was riots. the reason I bring it up is because during the Vietnam War, a lot of the students and colleges specifically were protesting the Vietnam War, and there was even some like—I'm not going to get into specifics—but there were some mess up things that. Maybe some police guys did. Oh no, definitely. And I yeah. think
1: the protests for the Vietnam War and also the civil rights movement um, for African Americans in the country is kind of what helped push Mexican American students to join in because at the time they were quite upset about the lack of opportunities they were getting in their school, and you know uh, the dropout rates were pretty high because you know uh, they didn't really see much opportunity for themselves. So a lot of students were just they couldn't. Like, hey, they're school. dissing
2: us because we're Mexican. What the hell? <laughs>
1: yes to to shorten it up yeah yeah so
2: that's the but they these
1: they saw these protests going on and that's kind of what inspired them to Mm -hmm. uh, make a move and they were also met with a lot of violence from police which was quite unfortunate but um yeah the word chicano now it's really it's really interesting um a lot of people have a lot of pride in the word because around the time that that word became popular the uh another term uh chican what was it chicanismo Uh, I hope I'm not saying that wrong. I don't remember. Mm. I never heard this before, but uh, it was actually described as just like a, just like a viewpoint politically and socially, uh, just to embrace Mexican and indigenous heritage, you know, because Mm. during this time, a lot of Mexican Americans were just taught that they need to assimilate to American culture. You know, they had a lot of that
2: didn't work too well
1: yeah a lot of mexican-american kids were um only being taught english by their parents because their parents wanted them to get more opportunities you know but then they're also met with um you know shame from other mexicans for not speaking spanish Mm -hmm. and just expressing themselves with their culture and their art and you know whatever so when chicano kind of took off it was a lot of people using that word so they could just express pride uh, in their culture and their ethnicity, which is, I think is pretty cool. So after learning all that stuff, I, I it makes me happy to describe myself as Chicana. I don't know. I, f- I feel a little bit of pride of it. Yeah,
2: well, and for me, like that's, that's kind of like a newer word for me. Cause I like going up through middle school, high school, I didn't, I didn't ever use that word, but only cause I didn't totally understand how to use it. Yeah. but you've definitely helped me understand that more. And I, I can kind of happily say that, yeah. Chicano, cool guy over here. but Yeah,
1: only (laughs) uh, up until like only like the past few years. The only time I use the word Chicano is when I knew it meant like Mexican-American, but is when like, you know, I'd be speaking Spanish to customers and somebody make a comment on like my Spanish and like how it's a little funny or, you know, like some things would sound fluent and then some things I'd say sound broken.
2: It's a little bit of that Spanglish action going on. A little Spanglish going on.
1: And I would just be like, I'm sorry. I speak Chicano, and I make people laugh, and that was it. That was really the only time I really, like, used that word, and it was kind of, like, a diss on my Spanish skills, really. Um, Yeah.
2: Like, they're questioning you, like, something's funny about you, you know, something's going on with you. We already talked about early in the podcast, a couple of episodes ago, where you get mistaken for not being Mexican. Mexican. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I get Chinese, Middle Eastern, everything else before Mexican sometimes i get native american which i am but that doesn't happen as often it's usually literally everything else (laughs) Uh, and you know what that's fine Uh, i like calling myself chicana though it's kind of a short easy answer uh for what i am Yeah, it's
2: a nice i think it because it's not just one specific you don't have like one picture that goes in your mind it's kind of a nice kind of blanket for a lot of people that fall under that
1: yeah and it's nice because i feel like a lot of Latinos in general who are, you know, residing in the U.S. can kind of relate to the struggle of not fitting into cultures because, you know, you're, you're too, you're too American for Mexicans. You're too Mexican for Americans. You know, you don't know enough about one culture and you're kind of, you know, shunned for it. And it makes you feel stuck. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's an uncomfortable feeling. So the, the term Chicano is like, it's kind of, it's uplifting, you know, there's pride in that. Well,
2: and one of the things with being here in the U.S. I mean, yeah, we have a big population for, you know, Mexican American or anybody else from Latin America, South, whatever. South but <laughs> I, I mean, here Great in job. Iowa, you know, the school I went to wasn't really full of you know, really, Chicanos, anybody really? Really, was, any Latinos? It was just kind of like, okay, yeah, you're in a school with a bunch of you know white kids, and they're all like, something, something's weird about you. I can't put my finger on it, and yeah. they they try to guess what you are, and I'm like, yeah, man, you're I, no. not gonna. But
1: yeah, it was all it was very uncomfortable in school because I think there was like in my graduating class there was maybe two other Latino kids in my grade. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of like, it was like a daily thing. It wasn't always, you know, just malicious and just like hateful, but just like on the daily, you know, you get just weird questions like, Oh, where are you from? What do you, what are you? You know, just like, what's that mix? Yeah. You're just, what are you
2: made of? (laughs) You're just
1: constantly reminded every day that like, you're not white, Mm -hmm. you're different. And we're going to point that out. But then when we go to, you know, the Mexican community, we're called Mm -hmm. white. So it's just, it's you know
2: it's kind of like yeah you're just talking like a weird limbo for yeah for all that and
1: unfortunately chicano
2: is a nice comfort word for everybody involved i, I and mean, at Chica- least for me i don't. Know. I like
1: it i like calling myself chicana i think it's fun and you know what i think um there's a
2: it's a fun word right yeah.
1: there's a little thing uh i got here somebody wrote this in for uh i think it was a. It was an anonymous uh, writing sent into like a newspaper. I don't know when, I can't find who wrote this. They kept themselves anonymous, but I just wanted to read it really quick. It's called Chicanismo, A Way of Life. And I think it's uh, it's really nice. So uh, here, I'm gonna read it. Uh, Chicano is a very real person. Beyond the person, Chicanismo is a way of life, a spiritual calling, a love, a respect and a duty. Not all those who are brown are Chicanos, and not all those who are Chicanos are brown. Brown is a color. A color cannot love nor can it know of respect. Only a warm human being can love and respect. To be Chicano means to have learned of respect, to have practiced understanding, and to have been moved by social injustice to the point where the person sees it as his or her duty to fight wrongs wherever they may be found. Above all, Chicanismo is real. A Chicano does not wag his tongue about injustice and wrong for very long. He acts more than he speaks. Yesterday, our grandfathers lived with fear and injustice. Our fathers could not resist, for they had neither the means nor the knowledge to fight for their God-given rights. But today, we resist and fight for all that is right and just. Our force is a sword of patience, awareness, and truth. The force never dies, the sword never dulls, but may we wield the sword with a calm and tranquil spirit. The sword, as it cuts through the film of the untruth, will make its own roar and find its own mark. That was by a Chicano of
2: Hats off to you, you read that after a shot and a little bit of margarita. I would have started at least four times, so. Damn. Good for you, man.
1: <laughs> um, I'm not feeling it that much, that was only one shot.
2: Uh, Sounds I don't. like
0: it's time for the second one. <laughs> <laughs> that means
1: wow. we need another. All right. Sorry, Arturo.
2: I think I just jinxed my, like I just Well, I to just wrap screwed up the Chicano segment,
1: we, we end it with the shot.
2: Cheers to the first live event here at the First Avenue location.
1: Salud! Salud. A clink. (laughs) Clink. See, that was a lot better. Sheesh! That one was nice. Uh,
2: Less like medicine or it was nail delicious. polish remover. It was
0: so tasty.
1: <laughs> mine was because mine was repasado. Sorry guys, yours is blanco.
0: Wait, what? Were we bamboozled just now?
1: Um, not by me. That was by Josh. Josh bamboozled you.
0: Wait, so what did I just take a shot of?
1: You took a shot of blanco. What they? I they, was expecting
0: repasado.
1: They ran out.
2: They oh, they ra- ran out of reposado. They
1: ran out of Repasado.
2: That's how they get you.
1: That is because I was hyping it up too much, and everybody in the restaurant was like, hey, I'm going to get on that. So, sorry, guys.
2: That More was Blanco here. for you, I guess, right?
0: Frig,
1: no.
2: Snap, crackle, pop. We're trying to keep it PG around here. So it's it- pretty
0: funny. I, I asked them before the show not to curse. They usually curse quite often. Um. Uh, let's see. Go blank yourself. Uh, are you blanking? Kidding me? Let's see here. Uh, I mean, it's really in the name of the show. So, but I wanted it to be family friendly. So, um. Well, if you, just, if you catch us, if you catch us slipping up at all, you know, take a drink for us. Oh, nice, nice, a drinking nice drinking game. game. Make oh, it, you know? it a drinking <laughs> game. <laughs> but the
1: we, goal is to not slip up because yes.
0: And the funny thing is, we almost did make this a drinking game, but next time, there's just so much going on. We decided to opt out. But every time Arturo refers to himself as the goat. <laughs> that would have been a drink. Anytime Nell Marie gets caught up on a words and goes "blah," that was going to be a drink. <laughs> and I can't remember the other one.
1: Uh, was it every, every time, time you said, somebody Way? says no mames. <laughs>
0: "no mames"? No mames. No mames. <laughs> that's right. That's right.
2: Integral to the vocabulary here.
1: Yes, it is. In, it's. Did very, we cover very that on
2: one of the past episodes? I
1: think we did talk about no mames.
2: We need to make a list. I always forget.
0: See, now you're understanding how, like, somebody maybe does like a TV show and somebody comes up to them and they're like, Oh, I love this part of that episode where you did this. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I've done so many things. I don't remember. Spent so many hours in that same room. You're literally six episodes in.
1: And I don't And you don't know anything. what we've talked about. I don't remember. A sing- I it don't- all just
2: molds together. I'm like, I don't even know, man.
1: I remember. It also doesn't help that we've done test episodes and we've done like discussions and everything. Yeah. And we go through the words and. I'm still doing the research on all these words and like the origin, well, as much research as I can. I can't find an origin for way or no mames, but you know.
2: Just kind of slipped in there, I guess. It's yeah. all,
1: it's just, it resides in my memory. But <laughs> shall we get on to the second word of the The second day? word. Because it is a special episode, we're having a special occasion with two words. Usually it's one word or phrase. Today we got Two.
2: My, put in your history books, guys. This is a very important day. Very Live important. event in two words.
1: The second word of the sound? day is... Chingon. 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 And this is where I have a little trouble because right now I'm supposed to translate what the word means to you, but I am not allowed to curse. So, Chingon means... Fart. or
2: wrong Frog. It no is, what it is all right imagine imagine I mean, imagine me saying the f word right now right but i'm not saying i'm going to say freaking all right
1: i'm just so kidding.
2: the freaking mexican american that's that's the name of our show you know chicano chingon like freaking awesome
1: freaking awesome so yeah. if you want to get down to the base of it chingar means to freak to freak <laughs> chingon is used in a positive way to describe things. So if I want to say, hey, that shirt, esa camisa es bien chingón, that shirt is freaking awesome. Thank you. You're very welcome. Oh, or, I don't kind. know, te ves bien chingón, you look freaking awesome.
2: That is, that's the most amount of compliments I got out of her in one day. <laughs> I was, was gonna say, was <laughs> was never been that nice to her. It,
1: it doesn't happen that often, so remember this. Yeah, I got it right. Poor um, memories
2: here. Yeah,
1: chingón, Used a lot, and uh I will say we were we were actually going to have the podcast name Los Chingones, but what's his name? I didn't know that. Yeah, we were George have Lopez. George Lopez ruined that for us because apparently he already has a podcast called Los Chingones. No, no,
0: it's called the Chingon Podcast.
1: Oh, that's right, that's right.
0: The Chingon—that's
2: kind of like the Chingon, right? I don't like know, that's kind of—you're missing a mark there. He's kind of. What do you think? You're the only one. El Chingon. I don't know. El Chingon's kind of cool.
1: It isn't. It doesn't ring like our podcast does. I got beef with George Lopez. Yeah, George
2: Lopez. He probably has beef with us. I mean, I don't know. We're we're pretty cool here in Cedar Rapids, so.
1: I don't think we're on his radar yet. Uh, oh, yeah, about to get George Lopez. <laughs> George Lopez has beef with every upcoming Mexican slash. Yeah, he's Mexican the final burger. boss
2: of comedy for Chicanos.
1: <laughs> he's a hater and a gatekeeper. He's he's basically. The Nicki Minaj of comedy.
2: <laughs> what?
1: Nick, does
2: she do that? I can't say I don't know what what does she do?
1: Nicki Minaj doesn't like when other female rappers get big. Really? I, yeah, there's there's a lot of um female rappers, uh, other than I know Remy Ma's got her own beef. I'm not gonna talk about her. They're they're pretty goofy. But like um a lot of other female rappers have said that um Nicki Minaj would like you know, if they're gonna if they're gonna perform somewhere, she will refuse to attend if unless they make it so that performer isn't performing a bunch of
2: stuff really? like that.
1: Yeah, she's kind of
2: a. I'm not a big Nikki fan, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just.
1: It's not very girl boss over. I will say that. Not
2: very girl boss? No. At first we're talking about, we were making fun of J-Lo, and then we made fun of George Lopez, now it's Nicki Minaj.
1: The goal here is to piss somebody off who is famous enough, and they give us that boom. So, you know it's what? It's going to be a,
0: <laughs> a real David versus Goliath. Chicano <laughs> Chingon versus, versus George <laughs> Lopez.
1: We're going to get canceled real quick. The show just started. You know, I was hoping the J-Lo one... Actually
2: That one That one did pretty good I mean I saw that clip That clip was Getting some traction Because
1: people love J-Lo But you know what it's J-Lo very, don't love Beck She's
2: not very Jenny of the block She's you know? not
1: very Jenny of the block So George I'm coming for you That's all I will say We hashtagged
0: her So maybe her publicist Saw it or something And they were like Well we better not Show her this one
1: I hope they do I hope she sees that And she gets another little
0: They
2: Stress her. wrinkle Shout out to Batman And his wife
1: no hate on wrinkles, but you know that woman cares about him because she's very uh This is a hate J Lo train. But hey, anyways. But,
2: but we need to go back and say we love Batman. Ben Affleck, love he's doing bro. pretty good. He's got he's got that awesome Spanish, like you know. Oh, yeah. Good for him.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, back to what I was saying. Chingon. Got a little Chingon, off topic. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um I mean it's funny. We heard different forms of chingar a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh I heard One of my earliest memories of my dad teaching me things that he should not teach me in Spanish was usually when we kiss our parents goodnight, we would say, ah, te quiero mucho, goodnight. Te quiero mucho means I love you a lot. My dad, I remember one time taught us to say, te quiero un chingo, which means I love you a freak ton. Um, (laughs) And I think that was hilarious to him because it's too, A four and a five-year-old saying, I love you a freak ton" to him in Spanish. And my, as a little, my little five-year-old brain, all I remembered was saying it and my dad laughing and my mom going, stop, and being confused (laughs) as to why we had to stop. But, you know, that was always
2: the fun part about learning those, those words you shouldn't learn in Spanish. Like, I remember our tia, Karina, would all, we would go to Mexico, she'd be like, hey, I know we're gonna like go our separate ways. We're dropping her off at the train, the airport, whatever, and she'd be like, "Hey, go tell your dad it on chingo for us, for me." And I'm like, <laughs> "All right, let's go do that." It was just, yeah, "stick you know, it on chingo?
1: It's kind of it's
2: integral, man. You you gotta love that.
1: It's kind of funny getting little kids to say things they shouldn't say. Obviously,
2: in English, it feels kids, a little different though. I don't like yeah. I don't like hearing little four year olds run on to the f word. But if they're saying. Sticking on Jingo, you know, that, that's cute.
1: It's cute. I, I feel like little kids shouldn't be really cursing at all. And, you know, whenever, usually whenever you see a little kid just dropping uh, a bomb of sorts. Uh,
2: they, yes. need a, they need to dial it back on their sentence enhancers. Their sentence
1: enhancers. Sentence enhancers. Shout out to SpongeBob once again. <laughs> um, you, you know, usually people like gasp or they're like, where are the parents? You know, but I, I laugh. Some people's
2: kids. What? I,
1: laugh. I laugh. I think all of our younger brothers at some point have said something they are not supposed to at some point. And you know, you have to reprimand them. You have to be like, hey, you can't say that. That's not a thing you can say. But like, it's so hard trying to stop yourself from laughing first. I always got to like turn my back to them and like...
2: There's so An amount of stop. proudness that comes out there. You're like, man, you're really taking off after me. <laughs>
1: there, there's a slight amount of pride and there's a bit of panic because I'm like, did they get this from me? Did it's that, like, that, was that out the mean? wrong.
2: Is it Taketo and chingo or screw you? I don't know, man. I, you gotta make sure they're taking it the right way. Yeah. One love kind of thing, you
1: know? <laughs> One love kind of thing. Well, with that being said, should we. I think we that, that to moves work? on
2: from our, our, our word segment, right?
1: Yeah, I think now everybody fully understands the word, what it means. To Use it responsibly, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Chicano chingoon.
1: I think that brings us to our third shot. And this is the Añejo. Añejo. the The top tier shot, final boss, if you will.
2: The, I can't say bad words, the good stuff.
0: The good? Th- <laughs>
1: all right, all right. Everybody ready? You guys,
0: can I, can I say something for this one?
1: Yes. So away.
0: so this is uh this is our first ever live recording and and it's it's humble beginnings right now. So we've got a small but mighty group here and it's and I'm so grateful that you're all here with us today doing this. I seriously can't thank you enough for being here. So cheers to Chicano Chingon, cheers to Mango Mustache Media and cheers to all of you for being a part of this amazing first day. Cheers.
2: Salud. 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 Clink. There you go.
0: Oh man! Salute.
2: That was a little smoother. Okay, I can tell the difference. <laughs> that was a like a fire on my throat. throat.
1: Alcohol is still alcohol, so it burns. It's way better
2: than Blanco, I'll tell you that. That's like nail polish. Ooh. Ten times bro. better than Blanco. I don't think it takes a lot to beat Blanco, though. So.
1: Yeah, anything beats Blanco. It's my opinion. <laughs> You're
0: How both you Blanco, right?
1: Damn, you didn't have to call me out <laughs> like that. That was all three of us are Blanco.
0: All three, really, really. Honestly, we're in yes. this together. We're all in. Okay, no, sorry. Now the I've Galax. had too much to drink. You know I'm drunk when I started doing High School Musical.
1: We're trying to keep that going. Let's get another shot.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: You no. need a mo- little Just bust more. out the karaoke going on.
2: machine or something. Yeah.
1: Did you have something you wanted to add about margaritas? With margaritas.
2: The I, I briefly touched, on, touched, touched, touched on,
1: punched touched
2: on um, the we'll origin the of it. Now. The origin of margaritas not really well known. It's, there's like so many different origin stories with it, but um, I think 1936 was the first counted story that's apparently like correct. There's also a guy named Rusty in 1967 <laughs> that claims he made the first margarita, which is wrong, but. <laughs> You got to give Rusty his recognition because he, he got pretty, um, is ballsy a bad word? Yeah, we'll say ballsy. Well, you
1: already said it. Rusty, so. Rusty got a
2: little ballsy in 1967 claiming very, very big things. But no, it was, um, there was a bartender. Uh, the, one of the stories that I know uh, really close to me is there was a bartender in Mexico, I believe, and he had a singer come up to him and they claimed, or it was a singer, dancer, whatever. They claimed that they are they are, I can't speak, I've had too many shots, bear with me guys. <laughs> uh, she was allergic to a lot of liqueurs. She can't have a lot of mixed drinks, but this guy's like, what about tequila? She's like, ah, I'm actually not allergic to tequila. So she, uh, he made a cocktail specifically for her, and that happened to be the margarita. Hmm. You know, with the, the, the fucking, <laughs> I mean the snapping, the oops the salt and the lime you know yeah but yeah margarita margarita story three
1: shots was a lot huh
2: yeah it's it's a lot but um you got through it i'll dilute it all with this margarita don't worry
1: that sounds logical yeah Yeah.
2: i I definitely won't wash it down with the bottle of water the cup of water over here
1: we do have water ladies and gentlemen. we do drink responsibly here at chicano chingon slash mega mustache media we need to stop bringing it Drink up. Drink responsibly with the, fam. Yes, with the fan. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But you know what? I think that concludes
2: our show today. I think that's going to wrap up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I will go ahead with outro because you're going through it. You want-
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'll see what I can do. Well, everybody, that's been our first live show here at the First Avenue location for Chicana Chigón.
1: Presented and hosted by...
2: Hacienda Las Glorias here. Yeah,
1: here at the First Avenue location in Cedar Rapids, Iowa.
2: Produced and distributed by Mango, Mango Mustache, Mustache Media. Media with our awesome producer in the corner, Alex Schulte. For He's more in information with this guy, check out the <laughs> mangomustachemedia.com website for Alex's information. And if you want to throw a slash, gonna check on, on the end of that, you'll find more information about our podcast
1: our troll's feeling the effects of tequila let me let me yes. rephrase that mango mustache.com you can check out any more information we might have missed we Thank got you, new brother. episodes coming out you're welcome <laughs> every wednesday if you like this show you'll enjoy our wednesday episodes and we'll be doing more of this we're going to do more shows live on every last saturday of the month so be sure to catch those as well you guys can also Check us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever wherever else you get your listening experience. And don't forget, we got socials.
2: Hey, don't forget to leave a like, comment, get a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify.
1: Tell all your friends
2: about it. Tell all your friends.
1: If you do that, that'll make you bien chingón.
2: Bien chingón. You know?
1: And one last thing to leave you guys with is stay chingón, chicanos. Whoo. Salud. Hey!
2: Little brother, Woo.
0: Mango mustache media.